Hello and welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times. My name is Peter Morden and I'm Senior Pastor Team Leader at Cornerstone Baptist Church in Leeds. We're going to be reading today from Genesis chapter 5 verse 1 to 29. As you turn to this reading, you will see that there are lots of names, and I'm going to go through them all in the Old Testament and also in the New, in the genealogies of Jesus. We come across these lists of names, and it's very, very tempting to emulate Superman and to leap over them with a single bound and to move on to something else. But I really don't want to do that today because I think God has something very powerful to say through this reading, and we need to read it all. Nevertheless, it's going to be different from our normal readings, and certainly we need God's help in prayer. So let's come to him and ask for him to be with us. Lord, we believe in your word that is trustworthy and true in all that it affirms. We want to sit under your word, under its authority, because we know that that authority comes from you. And this morning we acknowledge that that is true, not just for John 3.16, but for the opening chapters of 1 Chronicles, not just for the New Testament, but also for the Old. And certainly it's true of these verses here in Genesis 5. So Lord, be with us by the Holy Spirit. Bring light and truth from your words, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Genesis chapter 5, beginning at verse 1. This is the written account of Adam's family line. When God created mankind, he made them in the likeness of God. He created them male and female and blessed them. And he named them mankind when they were created. When Adam had lived 130 years, he had a son in his own likeness, in his own image, and he named him Seth. After Seth was born, Adam lived 800 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Adam lived a total of 930 years, and then he died. When Seth had lived 105 years, he became the father of Enosh, After he became the father of Enosh, Seth lived 807 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Seth lived a total of 912 years, and then he died. When Enosh had lived 90 years, he became the father of Kenan. After he became the father of Kenan, Enosh lived 815 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enosh lived a total of 905 years, and then he died. When Kenan had lived 70 years, he became the father of Mahalalel. 
after he became the father of Mahalalel, Kenan lived 840 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Kenan lived a total of 910 years, and then he died. When Mahalalel had lived 65 years, he became the father of Jared. After he became the father of Jared, Mahalalel lived 830 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Mahalalel lived a total of 895 years, and then he died. When Jared had lived 162 years, he became the father of Enoch. After he became the father of Enoch, Jared lived 800 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Jared lived a total of 962 years, and then he died. When Enoch had lived 65 years, he became the father of Methuselah. After he became the father of Methuselah, Enoch walked faithfully with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enoch lived a total of 365 years. Enoch walked faithfully with God. Then he was no more, because God took him. When Methuselah had lived 187 years, he became the father of Lamech. After he became the father of Lamech, Methuselah lived 782 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Methuselah lived a total of 969 years, and then he died. When Lamech lived 182 years, he had a son. He named him Noah and said he will comfort us in the labour and painful toil of our hands caused by the ground the Lord has cursed. After Noah was born, Lamech lived 595 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Lamech lived a total of 777 years and then he died. Went on a couple of verses longer than I planned to there, but it's interesting just to read that reading and to think about the rhythm of it and how it speaks to us. And then he died, and then he died, and then he died. It's unmistakable, isn't it, when we read it in the full, that this is the refrain that we get again and again with person after person. The tragedy of the fall and its consequences are writ large for us here. One day Jesus would come and live the perfect life, but he would suffer unjustly, be nailed to a cross, and then he died. But after three days, he would be raised from death to eternal life. That's in the future, of course. But for us, it's past, present, and future, for we share in Jesus' victory over death. Again, we recognize our sin and our frailty. 
but once more we recognise the love of God in Jesus Christ our Lord, the one who died and then was raised to life. And we see God's grace again in the story of Enoch. Verses 22 to 24 are very different, aren't they? And they break the cycle of, and then he died, and then he died. He walked faithfully with God. That is possible. There is potential for this, even in the difficult days that we have read about in Genesis 5. It's the wonder of God's grace. Walking in the Hebrew idiom is a synonym for life. It speaks of how we live our lives. And the challenge clearly is for us also to be people who walk faithfully with our God. I'm going to say briefly a number of ways that we can do this. The practice of spiritual disciplines that I know that I hark on about is so important. If we're going to walk with God, we need to read God's word. We need to pray. I really hope and pray that this podcast is helping people to do that, to connect with God. We do need to slow down and simplify In future podcasts, there will be more about this. But it's instructive to note this picture of living our life is walking with God. It's not rushing with God. It's not hurrying. It's not running with God. It's walking with God. That steady pace, intentionality, yes, and purposefulness, but walking step by step with our God. We think perhaps of Galatians chapter 5 in the New Testament and the encouragement to keep in step with the Spirit. Let's walk with God. Let's walk in time with the Spirit. Let's slow down and live more simply. Walking with God talks about our relationship, but also how we live our lives. It is our relationship with God, but it is doing as well as being. Give yourselves to ministry and mission according to your gifts and opportunities. There is the challenge, there is the encouragement to 360-degree discipleship. And we see here that it's possible to do this, that it's possible to live differently in the midst of labour and painful, backbreaking toil and difficulty. The story of Lamech. Labour, painful toil, the ground cursed. You may be in a tough context, but God can help you. You can do this. You can live differently walking with our God. May this be a generation where once again people walk with God. And may it begin with me and may it begin with you. Let's pray together. Lord, in the terrible repetition that we have here, and then he died, and then he died, we see the consequences of our sin and rebellion. 
And we pray, O Lord, for your forgiveness today, for your cleansing. Thank you that Jesus died on the cross and rose again to new life. Thank you with the story of Jesus. Yes, it's and then he died, but then it's he is risen indeed. And we thank you that his death is our death and his life is our life and that in Jesus we have life forevermore. Forgive us, O Lord, we pray, and strengthen us in Christian service. And especially today, we pray that you would strengthen us to walk with you, even as Enoch did. Slowing down, simplifying, practicing the spiritual disciplines and living our life intentionally, walking with God, keeping in step by the Spirit, being dusty with the dust of our rabbi, following the Lord Jesus wherever he leads. We pray that you would show us in our own concrete situations, in the nitty-gritty of our everyday lives, what this means for us. Help us to live differently, we pray. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.